This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. We got that. Shit got real. I moved like it's been a while. It's been a while! That's a song. Who sings a song? Is it Nickelback? I feel like it's a Nickelback song. Uh, no. Damn it. What were they called? The dude, the lead singer is now a country singer. Hootie? Not Hootie. <laughs> Hootie's great, though. Oh, um, By the way, so we had your bachelor party, Brad. Congratulations on the game, man. I don't know if you want to talk. We won't talk. We won't go into details. But you promised me a Star Wars video game, and I was not given a Star Wars video game at all. Yeah, there was no Star Wars video game. So, this podcast is over. We went to a barcade. It was good times. Um, for you that don't understand, that's a bar that's also an arcade. I, I, I've never been there, obviously. You've been there plenty of times. I've never been there. I was ecstatic when I walked in, and I saw Donkey Kong, Ladybug, Zaxxon, they had, I was like, <laughs> if you're not 40, I don't know how you appreciate half of those games, but I was all in on them. I was like, I, I made Daryl, our friend Daryl, who's like 12, I made him play Ladybug. He hated his life. And Ladybug, for those that don't know, it's like a better, harder version of Pac-Man. It was on, Pac-Man was on Atari, obviously, but, but Ladybug was on Atari and television, it was on all of them. I think it was arcade also. And it was, it is the best game because it's, but anyway, so, but no Star Wars, we'll let that slide. There was WWF WrestleMania, like 91. <laughs> moon, moon, Moonwalker, Moonwalker, the Michael Jackson, Moonwalker. like, I, several people played that game. Yes, yeah, it was hard not to, it was, yeah. it was hard not to, but anyway, I just wanted to bring that up, that we could have been talking about a Star Wars retro video game right now, but instead we'll talk about Battlefront 2 again. <laughs> I feel like there was a Star Wars video game I was thinking about. Anyways, I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I might buy this Lego Star Wars game that everyone's talking about. It's the Skywalker Saga that apparently is gonna come out at some point. Yeah. No, there's like a mobile Lego one coming out now too. Apparently, so I'm just like, mm. I can't talk about Lego constantly. <laughs> I I'm not a huge Lego guy. Daryl, I friend once again, he got me from a birthday a few years ago the Force Awakens Lego. It was fun. Mm. Not a big Lego. I can't build Lego. I'm always like just. Show me when it's complete. <laughs> Rather just buy a toy. But anyway, um, I'm but my nephew. I know kids love Lego. My nephew's all. He's like, let's play Lego. I'm like, I, I just don't want to. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm 40. I just just don't want to build. But um, but I'm really excited. And I, I didn't really. I wasn't like crazy with the holiday special, but the new Halloween Star Wars Lego on Disney Plus. I'm mm. so excited because. You know, I mean, maybe I'll watch it with my niece and nephew, but like, it's just the fact that Star Wars is allowing this to happen, and they're allowing like another holiday special with Lego. This one that excites me that at least Lego has the opportunity to kind of like 
yeah. break canon and have fun with the with the IP. And and I'm really the poster looked great. The idea is great. I hope they continue these. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it. it uh, we've been gone a few weeks, so it's like I think last week or the week before there was no Bad Batch, so it's just like. Oh god, there's no Star Wars to watch uh, on Disney Plus. I was the same uh, way. What if? Fantastic show. Um, yeah, you told me to watch. I will watch that. I'm just. I'm, oh my god, I'm not even in the shot. Hold on, let me get. Perfect. I will Three watch that. I'm on. I'm on episode four, or three, or five of Ted Lasso. <laughs> so I'm like, I. I'm a one show at a time. As as I get older, I'm a one show at a time kind of guy. I can't multitask on TV shows. What's I can't tell you what's been happening on Jersey Shore, but I can't. I just I can't. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with me. Also, we've had this the summertime discussion. Where now it's getting cooler out, so I'm like, well, no, yeah. maybe I can see. like like Ted Lasso. I watched in the one more. I think it was Sunday morning. I watched that because it was cool i went for a little walk i got back i'm like well i think i deserve some uh some tv time and i put that on so bad batch is coming I promise nice maybe not uh yeah so uh i guess oh visions visions is what comes next so that's end of this month i believe september 22nd so we will have some disney or some star wars content coming up oh by the way this is the rebel scum podcast i'm brock he's Brock. James! There can only be one. Um, <laughs> what if we were both named Brock? We do Star Wars here. Um, what is new in Star Wars, James? I don't even know. Similar to Falcon. X-Wing. I was at... <laughs> Here's a Star Wars thing. I was at Swarovski... Crystals, jewel, jewelry, crystals, whatever it is, it's buying uh, some uh, jewelry for rehab for the wedding. And they had, as you know, if you've ever been to Swarovski, they have jewelry and they also have crystal sculptures. Yeah, usually like a parrot or a duck. There was Superman and Batman, but just above it was Star Wars, Han, Luke, Leia, Vader. The Falcon, I think there was a Death Star and an X-Wing. Yoda, but here's the thing that topped it all, James, that I almost went crazy. Watto! You can get, you can get a Crystal Wicket. Oh! <laughs> it's $225 all in. Canadian. <laughs> but, and you, and you, and you, di like, you didn't get it. I did not get it. I was just like, wow. <laughs> That's disappointing that you didn't get it. I was at, I was at Pandora, not buying. Mm. No, I wasn't buying anything. Aaron bought uh, something for a friend there, at the Pandora store, and they have a Star Wars section in Pandora. So if you have a charm oh, bracelet, yeah, yeah. you can charm it up with Star Wars. Yeah. They had one. I don't even know what they. One of them was. I don't want to put it down, but I didn't know what it was supposed to be. I looked at this and said, I don't know what that is. Uh, but you got to rethink your mold on this one because it does it didn't turn out whatever it was. They had a Princess Jasmine one that looked spot on, which is impressive because it's tiny. But the the star I don't know there was a Star Wars one. I mean, there was a Falcon. I don't know where to look at it, but there was a Falcon and then one like I said, Brock. Hmm. Don't know what it was. Don't know. It's good to be back doing this podcast though. 
Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was interesting. I was like, oh my gosh. There's always, see, this is the, the problem I always encounter with this podcast is like. Me? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you send me something and I forget about it. People send me things and I'm like, oh yeah, I should talk about that on the thing. But what's new in Star Wars? What's on the plan for today's episode? Oh, uh, okay. So Obi-Wan reportedly has uh, either wrapped production or very close to wrapping. And there's just like one location to go somewhere. And or apparently has wrapped production. And also, um, I don't know if you remember way, way back. I think it was like February. Um, J.D. Dillard was hired. Was somebody I think from one of the Marvel shows was hired to do a Star Wars movie. Uh, J.D. Dillard did Slight. Really good movie. You got to watch Slight. It's um, Bloomhouse, but it's not really a horror movie. It's like a... I mean, it's got it's a couple of parts that you're like, Ugh. but it's um, it's kind of like a, a real world Iron Man type movie. Check it out; it's on Netflix. Check out Slight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, they he, they were hired to do a Star Wars movie, and then at the well, that couldn't have been February. Whenever the remember that thing when they announced all the maybe it was two Februarys ago. It might have been a long time ago. I don't even freaking COVID. I have no idea what's going on. It might have been before COVID. Anyway, they did the the Lucasfilm shareholder thing, the Star- Disney shareholder thing. They didn't announce yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah. that movie or show whatsoever. Now some uh, outlets are reporting that, that they might have turned that movie idea into a TV show, and some are even speculating that that could be a Finn Central centric T Disney Plus series. Uh, so that's all we got. Interesting. So there's no news. There's just like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Daddy DeVito is yeah. writing a Penguin comic for the 80th anniversary of the Penguin. That's happening. Danny DeVito mm-hmm. is writing a Penguin comic. Hold that thought real quick. Keep recording. I just want to. I thought I heard somebody upstairs. I don't know if they came and looked at this house or not. <laughs> so hold that thought. Wait. Okay. See, I'm down with that. Like, uh, I think Danny DeVito, like, they get. There are times where you're like, is he one of those guys that needs to get canceled? But I'm like, ah, oh, no. I think he understands who he is and what his brand is. So, yeah, like, a return to the Penguin. Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> just in a comic form. But I got something else from Bespin Bulletin while we were recording this. Uh, they just posted it. It's from Star Wars Newsnet. So, by way, Bespin Bulletin, by way of Star Wars Newsnet, is reporting um, a small, like a tiny synopsis of the Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, apparently, there's a theory, uh, but apparently this theory is pretty accurate. It has to do with um, Boba Fett will be... Um, on a revenge mission. So it's about Boba Fett will be looking for individuals who have wronged him in the past, including other bounty hunters. I heard a rumor that Cad Bane will be making his live-action debut in this, which would make sense. Uh, he could be going after Cad Bane. He could be after going after Bosk. He could be going after, like, hey, any... Who, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. But they don't do anything. They, they don't do anything. So they could be like, well, this guy, he wronged him. Okay. Whatever, because it doesn't do anything. Uh, then it, it's true. Like we get it. Well, I don't know. Well, you do know because he does nothing. Like literally, I know you love Boss Brock, but what does he do? He stands in a hallway. It just looks cool. And you're like, all right, I'm all in on Boss. 
Well, they could throw him in this. Maybe he teams up with Bosk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're saying that that he also gets a brand new paint job. Or no, wait. Do, 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 do. He's getting. He's going to have new armor. New armor, which is kind of strange. And they're seeing how that like Boba Fett is. Basically, Boba Fett is just a piece of armor anyway, but now they're going to change it. This article uh, from Best Bolton is, which could be by way of Star Wars Newsnet, thinks it's a smart idea from a marketing perspective, which they might be right, because Boba Fett will always be Boba Fett, but now if you give a new Boba Fett, all of a sudden my three die-cast metal Boba Fett's here, not going to get a fourth, even though the Disney store is closed down. I don't know where I'd get it, but I'm sure I would figure that out. Yeah, I, yeah, it's true because it's like, especially since like they kind of repainted him. Yes, in it, th- this article like, mentions it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, I don't know if they should do that immediately, but I, I mean, they're whatever. We, who knows? Yeah, like it's kind of crazy to think like a book of Boba Fett. We might see Boba Fett's face on a regular basis. Like, I mean it. I'm sure we said it when it first when it happens when we see Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. It's just like it is kind of trippy that like up until now we were like Boba Fett, you never see his face, and you're like, well, Tamara Morrison's in, so like that was like well, yeah, that was the face. first time in live action we saw Boba Fett's face when yeah, he's not yeah. a child. I mean, obviously we see him as yeah, a child, exactly. but yeah, so. Yeah, I'm curious what it's what's going. We know Fennec Shand is obviously a part of it. Um, but yeah, I'm curious, like, okay, he's on revenge missions. That's cool. I hope it's not, I do get a little fearful when I hear that in that. No, I shouldn't say that. Cause I feel like this could just be a side story, fun spinoff show that really doesn't culminate in much other than just have a good time and watch Boba Fett kick some ass. Yeah. Because I mean, I feel like is that not a given of what a Boba Fett show would be, anyways? Like, yeah, but I think I think the world we live in now, you know, you watch WandaVision. I'm going to use WandaVision as an example because I watched that, you watched that. The world watched WandaVision, and every week was was that Mephisto, and like we live in this world where it's never enough, and because basically because of the Marvel movies, everything needs to connect to everything now. That if that's what the Boba Fett show is, is it going to be satisfying enough? Um, and I'm just going to generalize that for anybody. Is it going to just be? Is it going to be satisfying? Like we could say, yeah, and then we watch it. We're like, you know, it might have been better if. Uh, and we go down the same rabbit hole because we live in the world, right? We're wanted. We're wanted. Vision. Oh, he's Ralph Boner. Ah, like we're so hyper focused on how does this connect to that. Yeah. So is is a Boba Fett is a a fun Boba Fett show? I would argue is enough, but in twenty twenty one, when everything connects and we've been locked down for a year and a half, is it enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny when you said like he's going out for revenge. It's like revenge for what though? It's like we haven't really established who Boba Fett is post Sarlacc pit, right? And he he gave off in the Mandalorian sort of a vibe of like I'm a different man now because I survived or whatever or I don't know but like we don't know his story because it's like we end the Mandalorian with him like killing um god what's 
Bib name from Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna, thank you. Bib Bibi Fortuna Forts. and taking over well, we assume Jabba's palace and probably his his empire, or whatever you would call it. Um What if that's where so the yeah, show like, ends? Ooh. <laughs> I'd love that. I think that's all a great idea. I, I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Imagine the book of Boba Fett is him not like maybe you see him escaping the Sarlacc pit and then it's just the journey to get to meeting up with the Mandalorian and then getting his 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 armor back. Like the storyline is totally different. It doesn't have to be just around the fact like I want my armor back, but like that would be interesting because I think we're all ex- I don't know what to expect. I think that's what I like about this show is like there's a lot of different opportunities. Um, I will. I uh, one thing that this article that leaps out to me is it's getting closer to release date. Uh, I think mm. it's still December. They haven't said when, but I think it's December. November twelfth is like the big Disney showcase thing, so I think we're going to hear a lot of dates mm. on that day. Also, the new Home Alone movie drops that day. Um, but but what, what really jumps out at me though is I am I'm a little bit nervous at you know those leaks and the spoilers that are going to come with it because Mandalorian season two, Timothy Oliphant's in it and he's wearing Boba Fett armor. And then we watch the show, and right away there's Timothy Oliphant, and he's in Boba Fett armor. And you're like, okay, you know, really getting. And they, you know, they, they said you hear. I mean, it didn't necessarily spoil anything. I mean, maybe yeah. Boba Fett armor is kind of a spoiler, but it didn't spoil too much. But it's enough that you know. And you, I think you said this when Michael Bean appeared. You're like, eh, eh. like, okay, we knew that was coming. It's not. There's nothing special because, because yeah, yeah. you know. And I know you don't believe anything is leaked, so I'm hoping that uh, that they also believe that you know that they stop the leaking. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's just. I hope Disney stops the leaking. Like, just like log it down, man. We are, we're all in on this, yeah. Brock. We're all in. They think it's like the Spider. Sorry, it's like the Spider-Man trailer. We were all in on Spider-Man No Way Home. That's why I had three hundred fifty-five million downloads and twenty-four. Like, because we're all in. We don't need to see anything. Like, okay, dog got great. We got. We know that what we want is coming. We're good. Like, no one needs to see any more of that thing. You know what I mean? Like the 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 Star Wars shows, the the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, that world. We're in. Like, we are. We're coming for it. We're here. We're here to watch you. You know, it's like the Marvels. Just we we don't care. Like I don't need a Hawkeye trailer. I mean, I'm not, probably not gonna watch it. We're in the Hawkeye trailer. We're all gonna watch it. It's gonna have you know, it'll probably have the highest ratings for a Disney Plus show when it drops because that's what the the Marvel shows do. Just don't spoil it for. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah, like. I think it's going to come fast too furious. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I don't know, maybe Disney's just like... There's like no rush. I don't think Disney stock is uh, in danger at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Funny yep. enough, I have been watching too, uh, the Fast and Furious... Uh, yeah, so you mentioned that. And it's 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 weird seeing a younger version of... Uh, Everyone? Of, uh, no, no. Vin um, Diesel? Um, Cara Dune, Gina Carano. Oh, cause she's in. She's in like the sixth one. 
She didn't want her two of them. One, because she dies in the She dies. She's right. like a henchman. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, especially in the fast two. Well, yeah. yeah. But so it's just like, oh, there she is. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> It's like this. I think that was one of her breakout roles into being like, oh, we can put her in movies, and I think then she did Deadpool next or whatever. <laughs> so it's just like, well, there she is. Um, but yeah, I need to get back into High Republic. I just haven't had time to read because I'm like, I still am jazzed about what's happening in that. I've been ignoring it. Have you talked to Andrew about it? I'm sure he's done reviews. He did a review. I don't watch his reviews on that because I don't want to watch them. Just because I haven't read them and I haven't decided if I'm going to or not. And, again, it's not because I don't like the Republic. It's just because I'm not sure. Well, I probably will read them. It's just a matter of I want to read them. And when I do, I will. But right now I don't. And I don't want it to be ruined because part of the reason why I haven't watched the Marvel shows, like I told you, is because I wake up. Wednesday morning, Friday morning, whatever it was, and I go on the twits, and the twit tells me word for word what happened in the episode, so I already yeah. know. Like, you guys were talking about the show on the one of the shows on, on the weekend, and I was like, I'm totally in on this conversation because I read a tweet, so I know everything you're yeah. talking about. Like, and, and and that's, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want my High Republic experience to be ruined, because uh, you're, you've sp- spoken highly of it, and you've spoken pretty highly of it. Uh, crybaby fanboys have not. They also haven't read it. Um, I know some people are like, it's okay. I have heard that from a few people. Like, it's okay. Um, which I, it's, I don't know, Brad. For me, like, just okay seems to be like where my Star Wars books usually lie. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so I might be okay with that. I will read it though. But anyway, sorry. No. Yeah, I mean, I just want to get back. I just like, uh, I like the new, I like, uh, trying new things in Star Wars, so yeah. Um, did, did, it says here, Finn show happening? Is there an actual Finn The Finn show? Disney Plus series that J.D. Diller might... There's a lot of rumors that oh, this Finn series... A lot of rumors that this Finn series is happening. You know, I, I, I said on a podcast four or five years ago now with Manny... Uh, <laughs> Um, I didn't need. I just think I said, do you do? I don't need Finn to be force sensitive. Han Solo wasn't like it's just I didn't need him to be. Yeah, he ended up being force sensitive. They went that direction. Mm. They don't expand on it or do anything with it. It's just kind of a thing. And then you can't, but I just you can't complain about that because really, Leia, you know, with Return of the Jedi, they didn't really do anything with that. So you can't really complain about it. But there's a way, I guess, if if Boyega was willing to come back. Um, and you know they mend ties with Disney and then Lucasfilm. Maybe you can come back and maybe they can explore and expand on on that aspect of him. Yeah, no, I think it'd be good. Like uh, there was so many things they kind of set up, especially in the last movie, where it's just like, oh, that'd be cool to explore. And like, they are never coming back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like shoot. <laughs> so uh, I'd I'd be all for it, I suppose, but. It's funny how, you know, the Rise of Skywalker sets things up. And you're like, yeah, we're never going to get that. But then Endgame ends, and they're like, well, that didn't get concluded. That didn't get concluded. Thor is with the guy. What the hell? That's not like all. And we're all like, that's fine. That's fine. We'll see you in a couple of years because we'll, we'll. It's the vi- the vibe and the the. 
I think it's the the pure planning of it. Like Marvel was like, we're gonna end it like this, and even if they're like, you gotta end it like this because we need this to happen, or they just like this is where this is the natural spot for the end. And then everyone at Marvel's like, okay, well, here's the progression of that. We're moving forward with it. Star Wars just doesn't seem to to have that foresight in, in them at all. Like a friend was asking me about, you know, would who would you cast cast Elijah Wood as in Star Wars? Which was a weird random. Oh question. yeah, I saw that. Oh, was it a thing? Was this a thing? No, I think I just saw an article that said. <laughs> Elijah Wood would love to work in a Star Wars film or a Marvel film. I'm like, yeah, no. Shit. I know, like, no one's going to say no. But so he asked me, and I was like, he goes, who would you like to see him play? I'm like, well, that's kind of dumb. They would probably, like, you'd make up a character. It's not like Marvel where you have, you know, a catalog of characters to choose from. It's Star Wars. It's like it's kind of made up on the fly. And they goes, well, what about a young Palpatine show? I was like, uh I know exactly, but then I said, you know what? Star Wars just doesn't have the kind of plan. Like they just—they're not like. If they're going to do that, I feel like it would already be in the planning. Like they would already be figuring how to connect it. Which I gotta say, again, went on Twitter, saw Bad Batch finale. They send uh, the Chameleonian over to Shivp because they need him for something, and I'm like, that's great. They're working in reverse, which is great. But hopefully, this course corrects their continuity issues that they have. I just. You know, again, this comes from what what we said earlier. It's just we live in a world where everything needs to connect. Otherwise, we're going to say that that Peter Parker's Mephisto. <laughs> he is Mephisto. Why are you fighting it? Mephisto is the most bestest character in Marvel history. Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto. Top three favorite Mephisto moments when Mephisto was Mephisto. When Mephisto came to be Mephisto, and when Mephisto, when Mephisto filed for his taxes, when Mephisto went to Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> I was the Mephisto stuff was fun, but at the same time, it still makes no sense because Mephisto's, and this this is the same argument I have with when they like your name, you are the Scarlet Witch. I'm like that that is meaningless. Because Mephisto and Scarlet Witch have never existed in the 10 plus years of these Marvel shows. So they have no weight to them at all. So the Scarlet Witch thing, whatever, that's her name, fine. But Mephisto doesn't exist. And we haven't been given clues to him existing. So why do I care? It's like Thanos showing up at the end of Thor, beginning of Infinity War, has weight to it because of Guardians and that little weird tease at the end of the first Avengers movie. You're kind of like... Okay, you know that this is a this is something. Mephisto, what? Because you read a comic and he was in there? No, he doesn't exist. <laughs> that being said, Doctor Strange is Mephisto. Yeah, like in all the movies, all of them, all of them. Perfect. Mephisto and the Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> the Mephistoverse of Madness. <laughs> How did we get on Mephisto? Uh, who cares? <laughs> um, uh, oh, because yeah, I don't know. Well, you you know you start to I don't know. We live in a world everything everyone yeah. everything needs to connect, and so then you get Mephisto. I think like uh, with the if a young Palpatine, the only way I want to see it is if maybe in the Acolyte show because it links to the High Republic. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> that would be kind of neat. 
to see because we assume that the acolyte since it's the last little bit of the high republic era there could be some connection that way and i think that that i can get behind but like like there's other villains we can come up with like seriously that i think that's what that's what um star wars needs they need a new big bad like you i mean i would put kylo ren on level of darth vader of like the anti-hero but like you need a new problem in the universe and like the oh god the enemies in high republic that they've created the nile and their leader is like like i'm not joking in the end of that book of the first book i was like oh this is good and this is what will keep me so they're hitting the head the nail on the head right there so it's like i don't know well we have no clue what the next era of star wars is but like you know you bring up something because i hear a lot of people like when the rumor that Snoke was um, uh, Plagueis. There was that rumor before The Force Awakens that Snoke was Mephisto Plagueis. <clears throat> and then people said, but but that that cheapens the first six movies. That cheapens Palpatine. And at the time, I think it was kind of like it might. But now we live in this post-Infinity um, Saga world where Thanos was the biggest, baddest villain he wiped out half the population for five years. Um, they obviously fixed it and corrected it. And now we're getting new movies where seemingly there is a bigger, badder bad guy. And I think in Loki, he even says like he's the reason those other movies happen, basically. Haven't seen Loki, but I've seen it enough. But I think that's what's kind of implied there or maybe just flat out said. And the question, Brock, for you is, having seen it, does that cheapen, does the idea of a new big, big, big bad cheapen what's come before? In the Marvel Universe or? Yeah, because we're going to, like, compare it to how Star Wars, if, if you say no, then we can say that Marvel, that Disney, that Star Wars can do it because Marvel's does. So has, has this cheapened it at all for you? But, like, that's the thing, like, Marvel... Marvel can do it because comics have had several different huge villains throughout the years, and they've brought them back too, of course. Like, like, because that's that's comics. They've been around for a super long time, and they have to like be churning out stories constantly. Star Wars, it's mm-hmm. uncharted territory, in my opinion. Like, I guess Thrawn could be considered a pretty big <laughs> villain. Um, yeah, I mean. We have, in the new canon, like we haven't had that yet. I mean, I, back in expanding universe, I know the Yuuzhan Vong were like a huge, huge source of trouble, right? So like, it would be nice if like the new big bad isn't one person; it's like a group of people. But what if what if they do it in a way where the the new big bad group person, one person, half a person, whatever, Jar Jar. They do it in a way where they've been around since the beginning. You just haven't... Like, well, we were, we were promised of Snoke and ended up fizzling away into poop. Like, this promise of this character's been around for... Or characters have been around for a long time. They've overseen it. Now is the opportunity that they've been waiting for. Do you think that that could work? Or would that cheapen what had come before with Shivi P? Uh, 
I think anything is possible. It's just dependent on how good the story is, right? Like, I know that's a, sort of a deflection, but it is kind of true because it's just like, I'm trying to, there, I know there's probably an example of like, the new bad guy showed up because the, the previous bad guy's gone and now he can rear its yeah. head or whatever. I can't think of an example of that. Though I guess it's kind of happening in Marvel. Well, it definitely happens in Marvel, but it's just like, like the uh, the Eternals, that their storyline seems to revolve all around like Thanos did this. Now they're like whatever, and now there's multiverses or whatever. Like uh, I don't know. That's not really a good example, but I was like, um. Yeah, no, I think it can work. I think it's just a matter of the story, right? Like, we thought Guardians of the Galaxy was a bad idea, and look how great that turned out. To no, you never thought it was a bad idea. I thought it was a terrible, terrible idea. Because I said, Brock, what is this? And you said, it's a group, there's a target tree, no, there's a tree, and there's a target raccoon, and it's great! And that's what you said to me. I still have the text, probably. I don't know. And I was no, like, I wouldn't have said that. I'd be like, it's a... It's just, it's a D level storyline that's like I guess it's something. <laughs> but you were up. You know when you t- texted me and I could tell in your text that you seemed positive about it. Rob was I, maybe very after down. The trailer maybe at the trailer. No, this was before the trailer because I asked you what the hell was going on and you you didn't uh, you didn't uh, shy me away from it. You 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 were optimistic. I you could you could try to say you weren't all you want, but at least you could never tell me the odds. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1! Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me by our Patreons, the wonderful people that we have not celebrated for a few weeks. We apologize for being away, but you're wonderful people. If you want us to be part of these, this, well, this <laughs> perfectly awesome group, head over and on over to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and donate whatever donate <laughs> contribute in any way you can we greatly appreciate it we try our best like we're just trying to make the best out of being in a garage in a basement <laughs> um our patreons are the following wonderful people heidi fetter executive producer barry brophy dennis allen andy kenobi Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, <clears throat> Phil Stanifor, Sooner Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Denner Nerds, and the girls with Sebas. Thank you to all you are awesome. Thumbs up. Our first out comes from executive producer. Our first dog comes from executive producer Heidi Fetter. What are the odds that the Bad Batch were cloned from Omega specifically? Hmm. That's a good question, though. Like, it's. I assume she means, like, directly. Like, they are. Yeah, I think so. Are from that. I think that would be an excellent. Excellent story plot device. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Brock on this because it's like it, it is interesting because like the Bad Batch is like why would they create these abnormalities or like they're like well we just get instead of them brown soldiers like you're very good at this. Um, 
but does omega fit into that thought process we know it's omega is just a female version of of jingo fett so um like boba was um I'm gonna go full Brock. I just like I think there's uh, there's a good point there, and I think it would be worthwhile in the next season because it's like she has this connection with this group. It's like oh, this makes sense. So full Brock. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go full Brock as well. I don't think they're gonna do it, um, but I would love it. It kind of changes up. It's like oh, a clone made from uh, a, a flawless, untouched clone. That's intriguing. I like it. It kind of connects them even more. So I am uh, full Brock on that one. I think like there definitely will be an episode where we're talking about why she is, why was she created, why, outside of what we learned so far. Like there's going to be more to that, I hope. I don't see why you wouldn't go after that, but yeah. Uh, next, uh, will, full, will Finn be a full-blown Jedi at the start of his show? So hypothetically, his show is coming out. When it begins, have we fast-forwarded through time, and is he now a full-blown Jedi Knight like his father before him? <laughs> I'm going to go 2% on this. I think going after his Force sensitivity would be a good story, but, like, he can't be a Jedi right away. Like, that's no fun. Like, we want to learn. He's sort of the first example of, like, he's not... He doesn't really have the force, but he's force sensitive. I mean, it's like Leia, right? But we didn't get to see Leia do that. So why would we stray from seeing? What What is it like to be like, you're kind of a Jedi, but you're kind of not? Yeah. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, 30%. I don't think we're going to get a Finn show. Um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, part of the thing with Ray, people say Mary Sue and all that, but I think part of the thing that you like to see is the evolution and the, the learning and yeah. and the struggles you have to become that. And so, you know, I think the Mary Sue argument was, was kind of stupid, but also I understand where people are coming from when, you know, I think that was lost a little bit on, on the character development for Ray. And it, it's fun. Like, it, that's part of the journey that you want to go on is, is when they're struggling to find out who they are. Um, and so uh, I, I, I'm going to go 30% because I think I would, I think Boyega would crush it and stuff like that. And I would, I would, it's a TV show. So you gotta, you gotta prolong it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and our final odd, will at least three of the confirmed cast members, the actors in Obi-Wan Kenobi be playing Inquisitors or some sort of Jedi Hunter in the series? Will at least three of the confirmed cast that we've got be playing Inquisitors or Jedi Hunters in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? I'm going to go 80%. Like, yeah. Like, do we need any... Do we need a a group of characters that are good characters? Can it just be Obi-Wan being Obi-Wan and that's that? So I hope they're all bad. Three? Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> he's a hermit. He doesn't want to be around people. <laughs> so Even the good people he hates. People. I'm gonna go seventy-three yeah. percent. I'm down with that too. Make them bad. Make them hunt. Yeah. You know, because then you have the inquisitors who are like <clears throat> specifically trained to do what they do, and then you can have you know some Jedi hunter who's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill a Jedi, and then he goes out there and he's the one that gets killed by an inquisitor. So uh, I, I'm down for all that 
Um, whatever. I just want this show to come out. All right, you ready to go to the news? Let's do it. Hollow news. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow da. You missed the song for two weeks. Da 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 da. da. Hollow That was a. That was an organic fade out. <laughs> I did that myself. <laughs> My mic's off. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Uh, if you have a oculus you probably know that star wars tales from the galaxy's edge is a very fun game to play on it created by ilm x lab vr uh the company you could go to the planet but two and do a whole bunch of fun star wars things well there is an expansion now for the game now called last call and not only does it pick up the first game story there are new twists such as the opportunity Opportunity to play as one of the most recognizable bounty hunters in Star Wars lore, IG-88. So if you want to go over to their YouTube channel, uh, ILM X Lab, or just type in Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, colon, last call, there is a trailer. It is pretty sweet. I wish I had an Oculus Rift. Uh, the game will be released September 15th, so go pre-order it. And talking about pre-ordering, well, you know Star Wars wants your money, and here's a fun new thing to spend money on. Um, there will be they Star Wars Disney unveiled a new new Halloween themed Star Wars astromech droid that will be available at Disney Parks and at shopdisney.com. The new droid droid's name is R6W1CH or Witch and Hail from which hails from Dathomir, a world that was notably home to a large group of Force witches. The droid not only sports a red and black paint scheme, not unlike Darth Maul, uh, it also wears a rather trendy witch cap. The new droid is currently available as an action figure at various stores throughout Walt Disney World Resort and is expected to pop up on the shop shopdisney.com onlinedisney.com there should be a picture there it's pretty cool and our final story as we mentioned visions this new show is coming up soon but while you're waiting why don't you announce that you can buy the first official star wars vision apparel all inspired by the upcoming disney plus anime anthology series and available now on their website Fist Sun's collection includes stylish graphic tees and hoodies, while a creative range from Rock'em Sock'em socks brings some color to your sock drawer. Each series features heroes and villains from all nine stories of the Star Wars visions, including the rock band from Tatooine Rhapsody and the, the mysterious Ronin from The Duel, each an aesthetic of the original anime. And the production team at Lucas lo loved the style of The Duel so much, they commissioned Kamikaze Duga, character designer Takahashi Okazaki to create designs of Star Wars icons, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, R2-D2, and C-3PO for these collections, even though they do not appear in the series. The series. And this has been your Hollow News. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of interested in this vision thing, especially now that I'm what, like, we're watching What If right now, and that's it's kind of like an anthology, so it's just like, yeah, one-off, correct. I, I love I love this idea. I wish they would just... 
I don't, there's no harm in it at all. And it's like, hey, let people have fun yeah. with this property. Like George Lucas did. You just let them have fun. I mean, The Mandalorian is basically that. <laughs> right? Like, it's like, yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. what we did. All right, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. more Definitely more so that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. I want to see what people have to do. It looks it looks wild. It looks like a lot of fun. And it. Uh, I hope. I hope that's what we get from it, you know? I don't know. Absolutely. Star Wars is dead. All right, top five. Top five standing by. I have a, uh, I have a, I have to go for a, a walk soon, Brock. I have to get a wedding shape for your wedding. Yeah. Uh, I took all of July and August off of exercising. And if you think that's a joke, I'm not joking at all. I freaking ate like a champ <laughs> and I sat on my ass. Um, top five fin moments. Yeah. All right, my number five. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Number five, Finn Roman. Ray! <laughs> my number five is when we all thought he was going to be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> but turns out that was just a bait and switch. <laughs> and then he ended up being one, so no. Hi. <laughs> uh, my number four, Ray. No, my real, my real number four is uh, Finn and Poe's opening scene together in the Force Awakens. Like, are you a pilot? I'm a pilot. We could do this, and then, uh, that's uh, I like that moment. That was a good introduction. I mean, we kind of already meet Finn before that, but it was kind of a nice back and forth where we finally were really like sitting down with these two characters. <laughs> My number four is from Force Awakens 2. He's like, will you use the Force? It's like, that's not how the Force works. <laughs> it's a great moment. Uh, my number three is when he yells, right? No. My number three is just when he's a stormtrooper and he takes the helmet off. Because there's one thing I love most in Star Wars. It's when stormtroopers take their helmets off. And Finn... You know what? True story, though, I did. I went into the Force Awakens... Uh, Thinking that Kylo Ren would be my favorite, and I came out a huge Finn fan. Um, but the stormtrooper, him just being a stormtrooper, do it. Yeah. My number three. I don't want to make this sound like it's all jokey. There are some good serious Finn points, but I always love him and Ray running through the market of uh, Jakku. And yes. <laughs> like. Like, we gotta go. It's like, let go of my hand. And then, like, we need a pilot. <laughs> we have one. Who? Me. <laughs> like, I like the back and forth. Yeah, the first Wiggins was really good at that. Uh, my number two was or your number four. Like, he, like, gets, when he gets to the market and he dunks his head into the water drop. <laughs> and then you see the, the butthole of the other thing. Yeah. Uh, and my number two is. Uh, your number, I think it was your number five. It's Finn when he first ignites the lightsaber. Actually, not, it wasn't that I thought he was a Jedi at that time. Mm. It's just, it was the first time we saw a lightsaber ignited in episode seven. Um, again, I don't think the sound design was up to snuff on it, but it was a great moment. My number two is going to be him flying those rickety, one of those rickety ships on crate ah, yes. when they're going. They're like everything seems lost, and it's like their final, their last stand. But it's like he's flying and he's surviving, and then of course it's like oh he he saves uh, Rose, right? I don't know. Rose like saves him. Rose saves him. Right, right, right. 
So he was going to sacrifice himself, but it's like, I like, I love everything about that scene. So it's like, but he stands out in that as well. And my number one is when BB-8 gives him the thumbs up. (laughs) It's a great moment. I don't really. Droid, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even care. I like that moment. It made me laugh. I think it looks great. And I put in my number one because it's my list, not yours. My number one is in Rise of Skywalker where he says, Ray, I have to tell you something. And apparently we find out later he was going to say he's force sensitive. Leaving it open. Like, I think it's, I think it's kind of good how they left it like that. It's so like, oh, we can make more after this. They don't, they might not. <laughs> I, I was I definitely. Like, ah, perfect. <laughs> but like one simple line could launch a whole series. That's true. I was only one of the people that, that, uh, I had no problem with them not specifically answering that question. Yeah, for sure. I didn't care. I also didn't have a problem with somehow Palpatine returned, which is like everyone hates it. I understand it's lazy explanation, but it's also not the explanation in the movie. It's just <laughs> one uh, honorable mention. I, I I was on the fence of putting this in. I've mentioned it so many times before. <laughs> The scene where Finn and Rose explain to Poe what they're going to do in Last Jedi to sneak onto the ship. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll get in and we'll turn it off and then we'll get out of here. And you, go, you see the little thing go, boink. <laughs> I love it. It's a good, it is, that's a good moment also. Big Finn fan, let us know what your top five Finn moments are in yeah. the comment down below. Brock, episode 226. Next week is your fifth... Last t- last episode I said was two two six turned out it was two two five. This is the real two two six now. This is actual two two. I feel like I should actually go. Hold on, should I actually find out which one we're on? <clears throat> we're on two two six because next week is the real the real deal episode, like the one that this we've is been. The penultimate yeah. episode. To I say I say next week, but the way we're going, it might be next year yeah this is 226 we're recording 226 right now 227 is the next episode that's going to drop on this channel you people better be ready for it subtitled jackay on jacku i will tell you that monetization will be off on the next episode it will it will be off because we need that quarter it will be off and i promise you there will be a good reason for that we're probably going to start out with the Alvin and the Chipmunks theme song. C-H-I-M-P-U-N-K. Where are the chipmunks? <laughs> That's how I learned how to spell chipmunks. Oh, no, You'd be like, oh, Mary. <laughs> oh, my God. Because the C-H-I-P-U-N-K. main character, Marla Gibbs, well, her, well, her character's name was uh, Mary. <laughs> and she... <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to watch that show. I can't even... T- tell you what one of the episodes are about outside of the fact that uh what's her face is in it regina king is like a young young actress in it. yes you've mentioned that uh good times good times is well, 227 a spin-off off the jeffersons no it is not <laughs> with your family around you you're never alone They don't make theme songs like they used to, Netflix. They don't. Actually, I do enjoy the Ted Lasso song, but that sounds like it's just like a song. 
but it's kind of got that like it. Ted Lasso sometimes I watch when I watch like because I've seen so many episodes. It does. I watched one. I'm like, this feels like it's 2001, like the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like it was from that era. Although the, the one episode directed by Zach Braff was clearly directed by Zach Blatt, Braff. That was uh, FYI. Watched the movie Percy Brock. I don't know if you heard of the movie Percy. It was at one point called Percy versus Goliath. It's starring Christopher Walken and Zach Braff and Christina Ricci. And it's like the most, it's like, other than that, it's a thousand percent a Canadian movie. It's the weirdest thing ever. And it's about uh, a farmer named Percy in two, like 99, 2000, who fought Monsanto in court. And, uh, and anyway, I won't spoil what happened, but he's in like Manitoba or Saskatchewan. It takes place in like Saskatchewan. <laughs> and the, and Christina Ricci plays an American who comes down. And she's like, hey, yo, you got to fight this. Otherwise, they're going to put GMO foods in America. And we don't want that here. And he's like, I don't want to do it. I'm Christopher Walken from Saskatchewan. And Zach Braff's like, yeah, I'm a Saskatchewanian uh, lawyer. A- anyway. I have it, never heard of it. It, it was like a, it was, it's pretty good. If you like farming, you might want to watch it. But it was just weird that it was Christopher Walken, Christina Ricci, Zach Braff. But when you see the credits, it's like Telefilm Canada, CBC Films, with the with, <laughs> and then you're like the government of Ontario, the government of Quebec, the government of Saskatchewan, the government. Of, it's like the most Canadian movie I've ever seen, but it stars like three big American uh, actors uh, from the '90s and early 2000s. So there you go. Anyway, Percy, check it out. P E R C Y. It's on Crave. It's on the Crave TV channel, right? Oh, and it's, Crave is like the production company behind it too. It's like a Crave. It's it's like for Crave. It's pure Canadian. But I saw the trailer for it a few months ago, months ago, anyway. And I said, Erin, you're gonna want to watch this movie because she loves gardening. And she's like, Oh yeah. And then it came out on Crave, so I didn't want to watch that. Purely a Canadian movie, uh, but they did it right because it's very American. Also, um, so anyway, Percy. 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 Anything else you want to say, Brad? <laughs> I will check it out. She'll watch it September 26th. Yeah, I'm not busy. <laughs> I'm not getting vaccinated on the 25th anymore. Yeah, good. <laughs> We're both double vaxxed. Hey, 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 uh, all right, anyway, let's wrap right. this up. 226, 227 is coming up. Brock says hi. I'm James. He's Brock. Until next time, uh, he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.